I don't need help. I'm not in an abusive relationship. This is just how it is for us. It's a lie we tell ourselves, one that many in abusive relationships repeat until they believe it. But there's hope. Welcome to I'm Not In An Abusive Relationship, a podcast about surviving domestic and sexual violence. This show is about hope. You will hear from survivors of abuse, and their stories may sound familiar. They may even inspire hope. Our goal is to connect with others in these toxic relationships to offer that hope, and with supporters of our mission, anyone willing to help get rid of abuse in our culture. We also talk with the experts in the field, from the officers on the front lines of domestic abuse calls to the therapists and advocates helping survivors navigate this complicated road of recovery. If you're in need of help, please visit our website or call our 24-7 hotline, 800-828-2023. And if this is an emergency and you need help immediately, please call 911. Welcome to I'm Not In An Abusive Relationship with your host, Claudia Pauls. Welcome to the program today. This episode of our podcast is dedicated to those victims of domestic violence, um, victims who will not be survivors who have lost their lives. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and to honor those victims of domestic violence, there are many vigils that are held everywhere in the world during that month to honor those victims. So today's podcast is dedicated to the victims who have died starting in 1971 through this year, victims, those men, women, and children who are victims in our area. To the women, children, and men listed, they've all died because of the determination and desperation of one individual to maintain power and control over another. Please help us remember those whose lives were taken and to emphasize the need for continued efforts to stop domestic and sexual violence. Roberta Millard from Menden, Michigan, April 28, 1971, died at the hands of her husband, Winston Millard. She was the mother of six children. Annie Mae Washington, 38 years old from Three Rivers, died in 1977. She was killed by her live-in boyfriend, Lank Thomas. Carl Harmon from Sturgis died in 1978. He was killed by his daughter's boyfriend, Thomas Baker. Lonnie Franks from Leonidas died in 1980 when he was killed by an acquaintance, James Alexander. Donald Ray and Edith Davis from Three Rivers, Michigan, 1998, killed by their son, Donnie Davis, in their home. Tommy Fields from Three Rivers, Michigan, 1981, killed by his wife after a long history of domestic violence within a relationship. Pauline Christine Albee from Constantine, 1981, murdered by her husband, Richard Wayne Albee, while their children were present in their home. Brenda Runyon from St. Joseph County, 1982, sexually assaulted and murdered by Paul Bell after a brief relationship. Leota Marquart, 71, from Edwardsburg, February 1984, killed by her estranged husband who then killed himself. Jennifer Tyson from Sturgis, 1984, 
was murdered as an infant by her mother's boyfriend, James Eversole. The child died of injuries consistent with shaken baby syndrome. Linda Van Buskirk from Three Rivers, 1985, stalked by an acquaintance, Ricky Moore, who then killed her while she was jogging near her home. Pauline Holshouse, 74, and her sister Mildred Hack, 70, from Three Rivers, April 1986, killed by Pauline's 81-year-old husband, who then took his own life. Francis Harker, 53, from Sturgis, April 1986, killed by Douglas Riddle, an acquaintance of the family. Sandra Ellie, 36, from Constantine, March 1988, killed by her husband while at home with their three young children. He then killed himself. Kathy Schwartz, 19, Three Rivers, December 1988, was sexually assaulted and then murdered in her apartment when an infant child present. The case remains unsolved. Marcia Cosart, 36, from Sergis, 1989, killed by her boyfriend, Leonard Rajewski. She was the mother of two children. Catherine Young, from Centerville, 1989, killed by her nephew, Rex Kutchall. Ana House Manis, from Three Rivers, 1990, killed by her husband while living in the Latvian Center near Three Rivers. He then killed himself. Martin Keeley, from Nottawa, 1990, killed by his son, Larry Keeley, who was found not guilty by reason of insanity. Deborah Roberts, 33, from Vandalia, July 1990, killed by her boyfriend. She was survived by two children. Rosalie Bousman, 21, from Cassopolis, 1991, murdered by her close friend. Chris Dimmick, 27, from Kalamazoo, February 1991, murdered by her boyfriend. Stephen Rose, 8 months, from Cass County, December 1991, died by the hands of his father. Brian Ligon, 17, from Three Rivers, killed by his mother's boyfriend, William Duncan. Lois Krantz, 40, from Kalamazoo, July 1992, abducted and killed by her husband. Lois was seven months pregnant and left behind three children. Louis Strang, 25, from Sturgis, October 1993, killed by his wife, Joan Strang. He was survived by a daughter. Norman Hicks, 22, from Three Rivers, 1993, killed by his girlfriend. He was survived by a son. Becky Stowe, 15, from Niles, 1993, murdered by her boyfriend. Her body was found in 1995. Lady Monique Conley, 3, from Three Rivers, November 1994, died of asphyxiation. Both her parents were convicted in this case. Andrew Mitchell, 2, from Cassopolis, December 1994, killed by his father, Michael Mitchell. Talisha Melton, 7 years old, from Centerville, 1995, killed by her mother, Hope Melton. Carol Knepp, from Mottville, February 1996, murdered by three acquaintances of her husband. Vanessa Hicks, 12, Ginger Hicks, 7, Erica Hicks, 3, 
from Vicksburg, February 1997, died in a house fire set by their father who also died in the fire. James and Aruni Schumann from Three Rivers, 1997, killed by their 17-year-old son, Douglas Schumann. Brittany Beers, 6, of Sturgis, September 1997. Brittany was last seen sitting on a bench in front of her home in Sturgis. She vanished and has never been found. The case remains unsolved. Carlene Reykjavitz Kane, 36, from Burr Oak, 1997. Killed by her boyfriend, who then committed suicide a few days later, she left behind three children. Dr. Harvey Wilkes, 1998. Killed by his estranged wife, who then killed herself. Dr. Wilkes was a medical examiner of St. Joseph County for several years in the 1990s. Charles Clark, 1998. Killed by his wife, Brenda Clark. Charles is survived by a daughter. Maggie Ann Coleman, 16, from Pawpaw, September 1998, killed by her ex-boyfriend who then killed himself. Monica Voits, formerly from Three Rivers, 1991, killed by her husband at her Oregon home. She is survived by two children who were raised by her parents in Three Rivers. Pearl Evans, 48, from Decatur, March 2000 died two months after sustaining extensive injuries that were inflicted by her husband, Lawrence Evans. Keith Driscoll, 41, his wife Kimberly Driscoll, 39, and their son Corey Driscoll, 12, from Marcellus, May 2000. The family was killed by their son brother, Keith Driscoll Jr. Keith Jr. later committed suicide. Penny Sue Glore, 41, from Sturgis, June 2000 killed by her husband, James Glore, who then committed suicide. Jeanette K. Kelly, 42, from Portage, August 2000, killed in her home by her former boyfriend, Dale McNeil, who then killed himself. Her two daughters escaped as a result of a safety plan their mother had made. George Pluta, 47, from Pawpaw, August 2000, killed by John Petrie, his girlfriend's estranged husband. Petrie committed suicide when police arrived. Diane Lynn Kane, 39, from Pokagon Township, Cass County, November 2000. Killed by her husband, Gregory Kane. He subsequently committed suicide. Beverly Mitchell, 36, and her sister, Barbara Lonesbury, 44, from Niles, July 2001. Barbara and her sister were killed by Beverly's husband, Larry Mitchell, who then killed himself. Her sister's 14-year-old daughter and stepdaughter witnessed the murders. Beverly was the mother of two girls. Catherine Schrock, 46, from Cassopolis, August 2001, killed by her husband Dennis, who then shot himself. Catherine left behind two children. Lori Dean, 39, from Kalamazoo, September 2001 killed by her live-in boyfriend, Dennis Wolfe. Tamika L. Taylor, 27, from Kalamazoo, September 2002, killed by her ex-boyfriend, Antoine Moore, and his girlfriend, Aisha Rashida Muhammad. Tamika was the mother of two small children who were raised by Tamika's mother in Three Rivers. Linda Teeters, 49, from Sturgis, March 2003, killed by her live-in boyfriend of two months, 
Stephen Bowder. Linda is survived by her three children and three grandchildren. Deborah Moore Foster, 50, from Battle Creek, March 2004, killed by her husband, Robert Foster. Deborah had filed for divorce earlier in the year and had obtained a PPO against Foster. He had been in court days earlier, charged with violating the PPO. Austin Singleton, two, from Niles, November 2004, killed by his father, Donald Parks. Matthew Morales, 36, from Battle Creek, 2005, killed by his 38-year-old girlfriend. Matthew is survived by his two daughters. Denise Simpson, 41, from Dwajak, 2007, killed by her estranged husband, Michael Simpson, who then killed himself. She was the mother of two children. Jody Perrick, 11, from Constantine, November 2007, was abducted, sexually assaulted, and murdered by Daniel Furlong, a person unknown to her in the community. Callista Springer, 15, from Centerville, February 2008, died in a house fire, chained to her bed as a result of undetected and ongoing child abuse by her father, Anthony, and her stepmother, Marcia Springer. Venus Rose Stewart, 32, from Colon, April 2010, abducted and murdered by her estranged husband, Douglas Stewart. Venus was the mother of two daughters. Dennis Brooks, 35, from Burr Oak, March 2014, killed by his ex-girlfriend, Maria Williams. Dennis was the father of six children. Laura Steinbeck, 42, from Dwajak, May 2015, killed by her husband. She was the mother of three children. Alan Robert Crego, 59, from Edwardsburg, March 2017, killed by his son, Joseph Crego. Teresa Lockhart, 44, a Schoolcraft High School Spanish teacher went missing on May 18, 2017, after leaving a fitness center. Five months later, her husband Christopher confessed to her murder in a suicide note. Shane Richardson, 29, from Constantine, July 2017, killed by his wife's ex-husband, Zachary Patton. At the time of his death, Shane's wife, Kalina, was expecting their first child together. Lori Norman, 30, from Three Rivers, March 2019, her live-in boyfriend, Randall Miller, has been charged with her murder and is still awaiting trial. Kelly Jean Warner Miller, 43, from Sturgis, May 2019. Her live-in boyfriend, Wade Allen, has been charged with her murder and is still awaiting trial. Tanya Clark, 49, from Twajak, August 2019. Killed by her husband, Jason Clark, who then killed himself. Listing the horrific acts perpetrated against these victims does not convey the complicated experience of torment and violence they experienced. These stories also cannot reveal to us all the ways victims protected their children, reached out to various systems for help, how long they were afraid, begged not to be hurt, or screamed for help before their lives ended. These images help renew our determination to continue working toward a world free of domestic violence. Our thoughts are with the families and loved ones of those mentioned here and all others who died at the hands of those who professed to love them. Thank you for listening to I'm Not In an Abusive Relationship. 
If these stories resonate with you and you need help, please visit our website, dasasmi.org. That's dasasmi.org. Or call our hotline at 800-828-2023. We are here to walk alongside you. Now, if you know someone who might benefit from our show, please share it. Social media, email, simply telling someone about it, all help us spread the word and help us to combat domestic and sexual violence. We also welcome financial and volunteer support. That information is on our website. Thank you to the staff, volunteers, and board of directors at Domestic and Sexual Abuse Services. This podcast is produced with the help of a committee of dedicated advocates. Thank you to WBET Radio in Sturgis, Michigan for the use of their studio. This has been a podcast about surviving domestic and sexual violence and a production of Domestic and Sexual Abuse Services of Michigan.